Welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about secretive lifetime movies. (laughs) I'm Bridget. I'm Anne. And this week we are back to a sort of Christmas in July theme with Secrets in the Snow. It's not Christmas in this movie, but it's winter. It's winter. (laughs) There's a lot of snow. There's a lot of fucking snow. And uh, there's a lot of CGI snow. This movie was not worth the $2.10. I know. I should have just logged (laughs) onto your account like we had originally planned. (laughs) I was looking at the reviews on both Amazon and IMDb, but everyone on Amazon was like so mad that they spent (laughs) $1.99. They're like, I should have just waited until it's free. <laughs> yeah, you should have. <laughs> Yoinks. It was, it was crazy. And the, like, honestly, I feel like if this movie had been acted a little bit better. Oh my God. It, it could have been actually so been a pretty like fun, enjoyable, scary movie, you know, like, but everyone was just so bonkers bad in it. <laughs> I mean, truly some of the worst acting we've seen in any of these movies. I would say worse than, oh, no, I can't remember her name from Ruthless Realtor. The girl I thought was so bad in that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my my recent uh, standard for poor acting now is after we watch the new American Horror Stories first two episodes uh kaya gerber cindy crawford's daughter okay i didn't know who that was <sighs> so it's cindy crawford's daughter and michael jackson's daughter yes guess who doesn't need to be famous those people children of already famous people like you're already rich they're already models you're gorgeous like if you were good at acting it would be one thing if you we're talented in front of you. Yeah, Carrie Fisher's daughter is good. I like right. her. But I feel like now he's just like, well, I just got to find all of the, you know, early 20s offspring of famous people and make them into Billy. And um, <sighs> struck out on that one with these two new girls. Is Ryan Murphy a creep? You know, I think he kind of is. Yeah. kind of is. Like... And also, I can't listen. I get it. The teenage lesbian, like, <laughs> can you just stop with it? it? Like, at this point, it's just annoying to see it because you're just like, where is it, Ryan? Where is it? We know you're going to throw it in there fucking somewhere. It's so trope with him at this point. He's just yeah. a fucking weirdo. He's a weirdo. And with um, I don't sorry we're not actually podcasting about American Horror Story (laughs) but I do need to get off my chest that he like I get sucked in to all of them every season I get sucked in every season ends like shit I finished maybe two seasons because I always am like okay you've just thrown in four additional crazy ass plot lines that make no sense and you've ruined it for me, Ryan Murphy. You ruined the experience, and I have I no interest in continuing it because now it's just stupid. Like now, I it's was just really enjoying the '80s camp one. Was that the last season? I did not see that one. Well, it has like the Night Stalker in it. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it's like an fun. '80s slasher mm-hmm. movie premise, which I love. But then it just goes off the rails like a whole lost situation like spoiler alert they were all dead the whole time god oh my god Why? this is how what, like the second episode, i'm so sorry again we are not podcasting <laughs> but so it was like a two-part episode did you watch it no i haven't okay so it's a two-part episode the first part is like oh no it's not okay it was bad but like the second episode <laughs> i just my eyes were rolling in the back of my head the entire time at one point it's like all of the dead people in the house are it's like mean girls with ghosts it was so fucking stupid i was just like are you insulting me this much like do you think i'm this fucking dumb and easy to like it's so 
you're smart, dude. You've done a lot of cool things. Mm-hmm. Just be better, man. Like, <laughs> so being, it feels like, is he letting people help him? Because it seems like he just has a couple ideas. <laughs> He's just kind of like. Yeah, maybe. It was just ridiculous idea. and disappointing. And anyways, the acting in Skeet, Skeet, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich Skeet, Skeet. in the snow. <laughs> now that's I a wish. movie I'm interested in. <laughs> Come inside and put a coat on. You look so chilly, Skeet. <laughs> um, the acting is almost as bad as it is in American Horror Story. It was almost really who do you think was the worst in this well movie? i mean the mom the mom and the, and the sister the sister the ex fiance everyone who you know who my favorite person was was the dad i love the dad How was he even in this movie? he gave me a real like sam shepherd kind yes, of vibe that voice for yeah sure. he had like such a nice voice you felt like maybe he's always getting hammered in the basement he wants nothing to do with his family maybe because his wife is a fucking bitch to him she really is i mean they lost his son two years ago let Uh the man grieve the way he needs to and also okay clearly i can tell we're just going totally (laughs) balls with this episode (laughs) the one point when they go in the basement and christina and uh what's the angie angie andre when christina and angie go in the basement and she's like look at all of his like toy model stuff that he's gotten into i was like that doesn't seem like an excessive amount for like a rich guy a rich white guy who likes to build shit like that seems like a normal amount of stuff yeah i I guess it was supposed to be weird because he'd never done it before paul died and she was like, this was what Paul used to do. He used to build these at our house. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're supposed right. to be like, whoa. Yeah, you're crazy. right. I but you. it isn't really that crazy. Not that crazy. It's not that crazy. Everyone is just real sour in this movie. So we have, we have Christina, who is mm-hmm. our main character and the new girlfriend of Ted. Ted. And Ted. Ted was kind of a little bit of a cutie. He was, and I think I wrote when they were entering the parents' house, what is it about me and a guy with a nice winter coat on? I mean, it <laughs> like is he a had nice like look. a really nice coat. Yeah. And I just liked it. Do you know, yeah, I just realized okay. in my head who he reminds me of and why I think he's cute. He reminds me a little bit of Adam Pally. Oh, for sure. That's why. Like Adam Pally's less funny brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he tries to be funny a couple times in this movie. And I know that the jokes he was telling were purposely bad, but he couldn't even deliver those properly. (laughs) It was just. I don't know. I don't know. So dumb. So Ted and Christina are going home to meet his family after dating for three months. And it's also his mom's birthday. Big birthday. And she's like. Um, nervous, but also like really excited. She's a social worker and she just mm-hmm. loves helping families. Yes. And he tells her for the first time on this ride that she can't save everyone. <laughs> and we hear it 8,000 times throughout. We the- sure do. <laughs> um, they say that this is the first girl he's brought home. They are like 35 years old. That feels like a big red flag to me that that's you're the first girlfriend going home and you've only been together for three months. Well, he was a bit of a womanizer, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, we do find that out later. So on the way to the house, they um, stop at Bob and Vic's party store. (laughs) I did not catch the name. Oh, my God. This scene, I was just like, I already hate this fucking girl. So... Ted goes in to go get whatever, something to eat, booze. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. And she sees this like teenage boy, older teenage boy, mm-hmm. kind of loitering outside the store, not doing anything creepy or weird, just standing there. Just standing there. Being so like, she... boy, I live in this shitty small town. Yeah, because there's that's... nothing else to do. Doesn't that suck? 
<laughs> Where's my silent Bob? I'm Jay and I need my silent Bob to stay right. outside of the convenience store with me. But she sees this and she says, mm, I got to consult my wrist tattoo. So she consults it and it tells her <laughs> to go talk to this kid. <laughs> I'm going to start consulting my pizza mandala tattoo every time, every time I need guidance in life. Am I hungry? Let's yes, get, yes get a pizza. <laughs> So she gets out of the car and approaches this kid who, again, is not doing anything weird or wrong. He's just standing there and he's like, you know, friend, (laughs) the choices we make today are with us forever. Like, and he's just looking at her like, what the absolute fuck? He's like, what are you, a cop? (laughs) And she says, no, but I've met a few in my time. Oh, my God. We've all met a few cops. Sure. Right. We've all met a few. Yeah. But we learned she did have, like, a a troubled past. When she was, like, 16 years old. How much trouble can you really get into at 16? I mean, probably a lot. I mean, probably a lot. You're right. (laughs) But, Yeah. I don't know. She really leans on that wrist tattoo and I don't like it. Yeah, she so she gets she has this tattoo on her wrist that we learn later on. It's like a heart with like shattered glass. And it was Yo. because she ran with a really bad crowd, but she got herself out of it. And then she got this tattoo to remind her to always follow her heart. But then remember where she's come from and like remember what she's risen up against. So she always is like, oh, my wrist tattoo. It yeah, tingles. I, it tingles when I the... sense a teen in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I didn't like the tattoo as a symbolism for that, though. It's a broken heart. It's a shattered heart. Yeah. How is that? She also better? was like in the foster system. Yes. Too? She didn't have a family, which. Later on, when he said that, I was. I'll wait until we discuss later because the line is like, "Ooh, that's get the aloe." Because yeah, that stings. That's a burn. It stings. (laughs) (laughs) It stings. (laughs) So Ted's like, "Why? What are you fucking talking to this kid for? You gotta stop talking to kids or whatever." Like. He's so mad at her and again tells her that she can't save everyone. Yeah. We also learned Ted's brother died. They make it sound like it was long ago. He died in an accident long ago, but no, it was two years ago. Yeah. He fell through the ice. It was like two years to the day, wasn't it? It was like. Yeah, because it was right before his mom's birthday. He fell through the ice on the lake. And Ted was on his way up, up to the house when his brother went missing. And then by the time he got there, they'd already found his body in the ice. Dun, dun, dun. So he died. Now, may I share a falling through the ice anecdote with you? Yeah. Okay. So I went to um, elementary school at a little place called St. Paul's Catholic School on Lakeshore Drive in Gross Point. Thank you for standing at the sign of the cross. (laughs) Um, And so I was like right on the lake. So one winter day, my mom's, my mom picked me up from school and we're driving home. We see someone cross country skiing on the ice. Do, 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 do. He falls right on through. He's just gone. So like all these cars pulled over and we're calling the police and stuff. And I don't know whatever happened, but it was horrifying. Holy shit. Yeah, we're like, oh, look at this idiot. Oh, I'm skiing. And then he fell through the ice. And I was like, oh, no. That's fucking nuts. Uh-huh. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. I've heard that you are supposed to, like, just go with it for a second. Like, you just got to let your body get in that shock. Yeah. And then you can actually do stuff. But a lot of people, like, instantly freak out and panic. And then their body goes into all this crazy shit. But, like, if you just... 
be cool. Just be cool for two seconds. Then maybe you can get out or you're just fucking stuck in icy freezing The idea water. of falling into water and not being able to find your way to the surface and like you can't do anything about it is truly the most terrifying thing I can think of. I've, have I told my story about being pregnant and thinking I was going to drown in the ocean in six no. inches of water? So I was at the ocean and I, the waves were not crazy bad. I didn't think. <laughs> and I got in the water, literally I was in maybe six inches, if that, and this wave knocked me over Oh no! and I was like, okay, I'm on my back. I'll just get up because I'm literally just like when the Laying. water's not on me, I'm great. But then the waves just like kept coming and kept knocking me down and I couldn't get up. Oh. And I was like, this is how I fucking die. Like a beached whale, like not able to get out of the water That's when so I'm right scary. there. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. And finally, obviously I was able to get back up, but I was like, no, no, this can't be. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> God, what is this culture doing to us? That's the first thing you think when you're you think you're drowning. Oh no. <laughs> My hair's all snarled. <laughs> we learned his family, Ted's family, owns an apple orchard slash cider mill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere, in this middle of nowhere town. And it's huge and quite successful, it seems. Mm -hmm. um, they get to the house and the dog opens the door. Ace. Although later in the movie, Ace was so drooly when he like barked when she was <laughs> on the I was like that's fucking gross like it was like Beethoven style Ooh, like I did was, not even notice you know, it nasty but Ace is a German Shepherd really nice we like Ace but Ace comes into play later on we meet Catherine the mom <sighs> her face was gigantic <laughs> <laughs> Aunt texted me that her face was gigantic. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. It just was a she has a big face and not a not a good actress. No. Yeah, it was pretty uh pretty rough. Pretty rough with her. Nice. She's nice though. Yeah, nice, whatever. She's a nice mom. Nice to everyone but her husband. <laughs> she fucking oh, she is cold. Yeah. Too. Yes, and then we meet Jonathan, the dad, who just is kind of seems like he is just in his own little world all of the time, all of the time, which is fine. Yeah. Like be in your own fucking world, man. You run an apple orchard for the past 40 years. Like, yeah, that's Take manual labor. Yeah. And then we meet oh my God. Nicole and Jacob. Jacob. Nicole is Ted's sister. Jacob is her husband, and they are so mean. <laughs> I wrote, Ted's sister and her husband show up, and she is a cold fish. Wow. I don't even know what that means, but she was the cruelest, most miserable fucking person I've ever seen on a television screen. It's the kind of person where if you were to meet them at a function or a party, you would be like, nice to meet you. And then instantly turn and walk away and be like, well, I'm not talking to that person for the rest of my life. Cause they are just like yes. a literal Grinch all the time. I couldn't imagine being around somebody like that for more than two seconds. The dysfunction in this family Ooh. was crazy it was crazy everyone it, was just awful with each other truly terrible and no one calls nicole on acting like a fucking bitch except for christina in a little bit but then toward the end somehow like nicole's the most reasonable person yeah nicole just is misunderstood like, her the whole time yeah they but didn't she's awful and her creepy husband jacob who like doesn't say a word until 
like the very end of the movie. Like he just he's silently... always standing just like slightly behind her and to the side and just like glaring dagger eyes. Oh, he's creepy. Yikes. Creepy. So we're having big family dinner. We learned that Ted and Christina met because he sprained his ankle and she went to the ice cream truck and bought all the popsicles to ice them. Wouldn't you just be like, do you have Can some, I have some ice? ice? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought too. Why? Why would you do that? It's going to be so sticky. So sticky. And that's so many popsicles wasted. Lemonade popsicles too. That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just how they met and fell in love. Oh, so sweet. Um, Three months ago. Just want everyone to really keep in mind that these people have been together for three months. The dad at one point during dinner mentions the lake, like the word lake. Anytime somebody says the word lake, the mood just is like so wistful. And so he says lake and everyone is just like, oh, I wasn't thinking about a lake and now I am. And I'm sad. (laughs) He also suggests Ted shows Christina the cider mill the next day. And Catherine is like, no, you stupid piece of shit. It's fucking snowing. Look out a window. (laughs) She just lays into him and it is so mean yeah she's like that the whole movie with him she (laughs) (laughs) this is when we learn um christina and the mom have a conversation about her tattoo blah 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 and the mom says maybe i should get a tattoo what would i get maybe a big old what why like you own a cider mill so you have to get a big apple yeah yeah can't think of anything better okay all right so well i mean your job is you know speech pathologist or Mm -hmm. therapist what is it so you just obviously need to get a giant mouth on (laughs) your next stand too right yeah i'm gonna since i nanny i'm just gonna get a kid like a like random a child. <laughs> oh, I could do a diaper. That would be fun. To have a diaper tattooed up. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So later that night, uh, Christina goes to get her phone charger out of her coat pocket that's hung up by the front door, and she sees something behind her outside. So she opens the door and is looking all around, and then out of nowhere someone in a ski mask and all black pops up directly in front of her and she shoves them to the ground yeah (laughs) and it runs back inside and then ted goes outside because she screamed and there's nobody there (laughs) and then two seconds later boom there she is it's angie it's angie you guys that's just how it was really cold and windy so she needed to like (laughs) Wear a fucking Where ski mask. Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> Angie is the dead brother Paul's fiance, and yes. Nicole fucking hates her guts. It is <laughs> uncomfortable. It's almost like, wow, did those actresses actually hate each other? Because, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that tension was like, wow. She's just so mean to mm-hmm. Angie. Like Angie's like getting hot cocoa and bundling up with the blanket. And she's like, oh, we haven't seen you around here and I on two years. And now you suddenly show up. I miss the day of my mother's birth. <laughs> like she's so mad. And then we find out that she never got her invitation to Catherine's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Catherine's like, now i had nicole send those out weeks ago and nicole's like it got lost in the mail i guess (laughs) like she's just so menacing and angie's like i'm i'm gonna go this is actually worse than i thought it would be i gotta go oh she came over because the power was out at her house that's that's why her power was out and so she wanted to come over because it was the closest place uh but yeah i'm gonna take my cue and leave Oh, no, you won't. Jonathan is like, that is a half a mile. 
mile. You have like 400 acres of orchard. Half a mile is not that far. Yeah. Did you just spill something? No, my cat just literally barfed at my foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> so close. Thanks, bud. Love you too. Gross. Yeah. So Angie is staying there. Like the mom is like, Angie, this is ridiculous. We have 8,000 spare rooms. Right. You can stay in the extra, extra guest room. And she's Angie. like, you can still call me mom. Yeah. And Nicole is like, over my dick. <laughs> I don't know why we're giving them all like <laughs> menacing New Year. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Angie um, to me, I, Angie was like very cute and pretty, but I was like, Angie, you need some fucking like gel eye patches or some of that caffeine serum. She had like a really dry under eye situation. Yeah, you need to take care of that because the rest of your skin looked very nice, but you need to work on that under eye. Just a, <laughs> just a friendly, just just a friendly a note, Angie. <laughs> so everyone like goes upstairs and Christina and Ted are still in the living room and Christina's like, so, um, what's up with your bitch of a sister? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, uh, not pleasant. <laughs> and he, what does he even say? He's just like, that's just Nicole. You I know. don't remember specifically, but yes, it was very much like, oh, she's just a fucking rotten cut, I guess. <laughs> she's been horrid to your girlfriend and this other woman who showed up the whole time. And everyone's yeah. just like... And she frankly doesn't seem very excited to see Ted either. No. <laughs> but she, her all. and her husband are the ones that work on the orchard and in the mill. Yeah, they kind of run everything. Yeah, Ted has moved away to Chicago and he just is like, bye. Yeah, we uh, never find out what his job is, do we? I don't know, being a douche. Um, we find out that Paul wanted to sell the mill and move away with Angie mm-hmm. and Nicole was like absolutely fucking and that yeah um so at here I was like well Nicole obviously killed Paul mm-hmm. I was wrong you guys was he fucking- yeah it wasn't Nicole even though she seems like she's ready to commit murder at any given point I would keep her on a very short tether if if she's yes. angry with you yes um so oh and I also wrote here this was in the bathroom scene where Angie and uh Christina are getting ready for bed brushing their teeth I was like oh Angie's weird she's into Ted because she, I don't even remember what she said. Something like, oh, I'm just so glad Ted's happy or some bullshit like that. Like she it was says just, he's really, he's a great guy. He deserves someone special. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like, and then okay. she goes in, <laughs> into the bedroom and Ted's like, hey, let's get freaky in my childhood bedroom. I've always yeah. wanted a hot chicken here. And she's like, oh, so I'm your childhood fantasy. <laughs> and then he immediately <laughs> turns the light up. And there's this actually kind of cool shot of their silhouettes <laughs> and they waste it by having him go 14 year old me is freaking out right now. My God. I know. It was just so funny that she was like, yeah. I'm your fantasy. And he's like, uh-huh. Click. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> love looking at you. I'm so <laughs> into your beautiful face and hair and body and everything else about you. <laughs> but also <Hi>. click. <laughs> So she wakes up in the middle of the night and is just like snooping. Yeah. And then she gets busted by Nicole. Um, she continues to just wander around, fill up her water bottle. She's looking at a photograph over the mantle. And again, this keeps happening in this movie. Catherine just walks up right behind her and is like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Well, that's what, what happened in the scene before with Nicole. She sno- So she gets up to get water and then she hears nicole and jacob talking about her like mm-hmm. oh christina doesn't know and she's like what and then of course it creaks the floor creaks so she right. like hustles back to her room and nicole comes out of her room and then is standing outside the door of christina and ted's room and you think she walks away and christina like opens the door 
And then Nicole's just like right in front of right her. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes down to the living room where the fire is still burning. Yes. Not safe. That's not safe. You put the fire out before you go to bed. Absolutely. dangerous Because the mom does come down, but she was only coming down to get more water. She did not have water. No, she didn't. She had a booze. You're right, because her glass. Yeah, you're right. Um, So there was a big thing with the picture on the mantle that Christina finds. It's the last family picture they had taken, but Nicole wasn't there. She didn't want to be there. I don't know why. (laughs) Can I read to you a few lines of dialogue from this? Oh my god, is it me laugh? Yes, is it her talking her talking about why Paul's death doesn't make sense? (laughs) She just goes, Did Ted tell you how it happened? And Christina says, just some sort of accident at the lake. And Catherine says, The lake. (laughs) Yes. They said it was just a horrible accident at the lake. But why? 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 Like, why? The The way she said, the lake. Yes. And then she was like, why would he walk on the ice? Ace would never walk on the ice. They say he was chasing Ace. This doesn't make any sense. Some of the lines in this, like later, there's another line where I'm like, was this supposed to be like a film noir? Because they have her saying these like girl Friday type of right, lines. Right. It's just so weird. It, I don't know what this movie thought it was. Not good. It was not good. Um, so we realize that the next morning they wake up. The party's going to be canceled. It's just too snowy. Everyone's calling and saying they can't get out of their driveways. And it's just, we're snowed in. We're stuck here in the house. Um, But instead of the party they were going to do at Ned's Tavern, they're just going to make a big feast to have at home that night. Which Mm -hmm. honestly sounds kind of fun. If you liked your family, that would be like a nice thing to do. Just spend the day cooking together. They don't seem to like each other. No, they really don't. Um, So the mom sends Christina to the basement pantry. She's never been to before. And luckily, Angie's like, well, I'll go with her because she doesn't know what's going on. And there's just like this huge pantry in the basement. It was massive. It was insane. Like, are they Tuesday preppers? I mean, maybe. I don't know. They are kind of out in the wilderness. That's true. So they even have like little baskets, like they're at the grocery store, just taking stuff off shelves with the list that uh, they were given. Yeah, it's like and top then chef. it is. <laughs> Aww, I would love if they just had a top chef competition in the middle <laughs> of the movie. So Angie starts talking about how like she really loves or loved being a part of this family, but she felt like it was easier on Catherine and Jonathan if she wasn't around as much. And then Christina literally just like touches her arm and says, hey, it's okay. And she's like, thank you. What? (laughs) She did like the bare minimum. She didn't she didn't counsel you. No, I don't know. There was a whole big breakdown, a whole big emotional breakdown. Because they mentioned the lake again. Yeah. And is this also where, yes, this is also where we learn that Angie cheated on Paul. Mm-hmm. And that is why Nicole hates her so much. Mm-hmm. Because Nicole knows that she cheated. And she, so basically she thinks that Paul drowned himself. Mm-hmm. Because she cheated on him. Mm -hmm. And then Angie says, well, ice had never been on, Ace had never been on the ice before. So he must have been spooked by something or someone. So, dun, dun, dun. Ace would never go on the ice. And if he did, it's only because somebody made him. Mm -hmm. So... While they're down there upstairs, Ted is in the kitchen with his mom. She's giving cooking advice, I guess, to him, but he's not listening. She's like, the key is to cook it slow. If you rush it, 
you ruin it. You ruin I it. Really hate when people say ruin. Ruin. You ruin it. <laughs> you ruin it. Oh, I noticed that. I noticed when she said that, and I was like, Catherine has another strike against you. He is. We see him ladling cider in the background. Mm-hmm. So when they get back upstairs, oh no! Before they get back upstairs. Jonathan, Mr. Ryan, just like comes out of fucking nowhere. This is like the fifth time already in 25 minutes of this movie that people are just jumping in front of other people. Um, And they're like, well, how long have you been here? How long have you been lurking around? And But it's like, this is my fucking workshop area. Yeah, you guys are in my area. But he was also being very weird. He was like, I just wanted to make sure you girls weren't fucking around with my shit. Like, yeah. And they're like, we just looked. We didn't touch. We don't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can come upstairs and make some of those spiced apples. You know, the ones you always used to make. And he has like a whole old prospector. He's like, spiced apples. Why? I haven't made those in 94 years. <laughs> he did. That's exactly what I thought. I haven't made those since, well, the accident. <laughs> Uh, so they go back upstairs after that and Ted's like, oh, do you want some more cider? And she's like, yeah, it is so good. And then Angie, <laughs> though, the look Angie gives was like, wow, okay. Like, okay, I got two yeah. mugs of cider. I believe you're having more cider. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, And then shortly after we realize Christina is drugged because... She slow motion drops a <laughs> jar of oregano very dramatically. Yeah, it was And then ridiculous. it's like super dizzy for two seconds, runs into Nicole and Jacob in the hallway, has a totally lucid, fine conversation with them where she's standing perfectly yes. straight and still and is like, you might want to watch your fucking attitude because you're kind of a bitch, Nicole. And <laughs> yeah. then goes upstairs and just passes out. Um, before she goes, she runs into Nicole and Jacob on the way upstairs. She almost passes out and Ted catches her. Now he does something that if I was feeling ill and almost fainted and Andrew caught me and did, I would, I guess be immediately cured because I would be so mad. He brings her in for like a sexy kiss. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, thank you. Ask that if I'm okay. Can you get me some so, water? Like, sit me down on a couch. Get me, right. get me a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's obviously for Angie's benefit. Right. She's like, oh shit, oh yeah. shit. He likes her because he's kissing her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So Christina wakes up. Oh, she has a dream. Oh, she has that dream right. where she's walking Ace. She finds all this bloody snow and Ace is digging in the ground at something and she's digging with him and then a hand pops out, Carrie style, grabs her by the wrist. Yep. And then she wakes up and is like, whoa, <laughs> I'm really I'm losing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the first time I watched this, uh, I did jump when that hand came out of the ground. <laughs> you have so I had last night had a sex dream, but it wasn't like, like things kept getting interrupted. So it wasn't like a satisfying sex dream. Mm-hmm. There was also a roller coaster dream I had, which was really fun. Cause our friends <laughs> were like, they were like, Hey, come on, we're going to go to the city. And then we get in the car and all of a sudden we're on a roller coaster, but it has like tracks that jump and stuff. So it was very thrilling and exciting. And it like took us around the whole city. It was really cool. But then later in my dream, I dreamt that I was at this party and I was like, yeah, it's a great, great party. <laughs> then I find out I'm like looking around everywhere and there's all these pictures of my sister and <laughs> her partner. And, <laughs> and it was their, <laughs> their celebration of their one year anniversary, but they were like recreating their wedding. Oh, and I was like, picked you. I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is not where I want to be in my dream. <laughs> oh, no. So it was like a really, a, a real roller coaster of a dream. 
Um, I never or very rarely remember my dreams, but last night I also had a weird dream in which I was in a hurry to get somewhere. And so I'm driving in a car and my hands are like really gripping the steering wheel and I I'm almost miss a red light. So I slam on the brakes and I'm still like skidding through the intersection. I finally come to a stop and the fucking steering wheel just breaks off in my hand and you I'm just, like holding up half of the steering wheel. You what does that mean? Did you watch I Think You Should Leave first season? <laughs> Make a steering wheel that doesn't oh, fly out of the car. Oh my God. Do you know what? I did. <laughs> I did watch some of I Think You Should Leave yesterday and I did watch that particular sketch. <laughs> I was dying laughing. You have to marry your mother-in-law. <laughs> But I guess the steering wheel, <laughs> that makes so much more sense. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I would never figure that out. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's funny. Well, this has been dream interpretation. <laughs> and, uh, write in with your fucked up dreams. <laughs> we'll tell you what you watched. <laughs> Oh, you my God. <laughs> so she wakes up from this dream and is like, yeah, I'm going crazy nuts. And then it's like, you know what I should do? Go sneak around in Nicole's room because she is the most friendly person here. And I'm yeah. sure she wouldn't be upset if she found out I was just snooping around in her shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Should she even find anything in there? No, she doesn't even know what she's looking for. That's but, true. That's so true. she's looking. She sees a picture of like Nicole and Jacob and Paul. And she's like, oh, great. Happy together. Blah, blah, blah. And then Jacob's coming up to get Nicole her sweater. And she's like, yikes. So she goes and hides in the closet. Jacob. 8000 times, like looks back at the closet directly at her, picks up the picture of Paul and is like, sorry, buddy. So you're like, so did Weird. you kill him? Why did you right. say sorry? Why did he sorry, say you're sorry? Dead. Sorry, I'm you're dead. <laughs> sorry, you fell through the lake. Oh, oh the lake. lake. <laughs> yes, the lake. <laughs> so we're at dinner. The feast. And it is like, doesn't Nicole say, let the games begin? She like, does. <laughs> she's going in hot. Guns blazing. She's... <laughs> She's ready. She's, She's ready to light it up. Ready. Oh, this is the second time they have CGI snow falling like outside through the window. It looked like this time it was glowing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like radioactive chunks of pancake batter. It was like <laughs> so big. Oh, <laughs> kitten. Um, yeah, so. They all dig into the meal, and then as they finish eating, Ted and Nicole both get up and go into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, getting a cake ready, and Nicole's like, you didn't have to do that. I also got a cake. And he's like, well, do you want to use your cake? Like, they get into, like, this very hostile argument about the fucking cake. And uh, he's... (laughs) He defends Angie because Nicole calls her a whore or something. And then he says in this like super creepy voice, like, let's just light these candles and celebrate our mother. I don't even know what the voice was, but it was. No, that was exactly it. That was exactly (laughs) what he sounded like. (laughs) He was like rubbing his hands together and he was all hunched over. (laughs) Um, And Nicole does, we see a little bit of her humanity here. She does say like, look, I love you. You're my brother and the only one I have left. Because the other one died in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So everyone's giving a toast. Uh, Ted gives this really mushy toast. Nicole actually gives a very nice toast. Oh, I said it was equal parts heartfelt and bitchy. Well, it was a <laughs> she little. She was like, I see you every single day because I don't live in Chicago. Yeah, it was bitchy towards Ted, not towards yeah. the mom. Yeah. And then Angie starts to give a toast and Nicole is just like, no. (laughs) That was my favorite part of the whole movie where I was like, okay, I think I might love Nicole now. No. No. (laughs) 
so hard. <laughs> oh my God. So everyone starts freaking out because she's like le- leaning in, laying into Angie. <laughs> and everyone's like, leave Angie alone. And Christina's like, no, it's my turn to say something. Guys, I'm a social worker. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I see dysfunctional families all the time and it's like always because people are holding all their secrets in and not just getting them out in the open and the mom's like secrets what do you mean secrets i thought i knew all of my kids secrets yeah because you tell everything to your mom and dad Mm -hmm. everything every single thing ted tries to tell christina to shut up five times oh my god he is like, stop it. Yeah. Don't do this, please. I asked you not to say anything. And she's like, nope, everyone needs to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Comes out that um, Angie cheated on Paul. Well, which... first, I just want to say that she's like, I just think it would be better if everyone like laid their secrets out on the table. And Jacob's like, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I'll go first. Um, Christina. <laughs> Why were you snooping around our room earlier? <laughs> I was like, what? Jacob comes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> With, I mean, he's, you could tell he's one of those silent smart ones though. They won't say much, but when he does, ooh, it's a zinger. Like, I just thought it was so funny that we was like, yeah, really good idea. I will go first. I'll go first. I'll take you up on that, <laughs> Tina. Let me get on that. So everything comes out mm-hmm. and it's just, a hot mess of emotions. Jonathan yes. at one point just gets up and is like, all right, bye. I'm going in the basement. And yes. then Catherine is like, what are you going in the basement again? Oh no, you're not. Not this time. <laughs> and like goes and follows it. It was just like this whole, I was just like, I cannot imagine being at a dinner like this. No. I, would, I would just go nuts. Now something happens before the parents leave the table that I think is my first hint as to what was really going on. And Angie says, look, yes, I did cheat on him. It was a one-time thing. It was the biggest mistake of my life. And Ted goes, come on. And like slams his hands on the table. And I was like, oh, Uh, he's a little too uh, mad about her saying that. So Nicole says for the 17th time, don't you see? You can't save this family, Christina. (laughs) So, oh, Angie leaves. She goes back home. Ted says he's going to go with her, but then he doesn't go with her. No, but he is like pissed at Christina. He's like, you just had to do that, didn't you? Yeah, he was. He is mad. So from this point on, Ted is a dick. Oof, magoof. She She's woke. The, oh, go ahead. On the couch. She sleeps on the couch. And mm-hmm. this is when Ace is all drooly all over her face. It was so gross. Yeah, he wakes her up in the morning. And for some reason, she goes like straight down to the basement to talk to Mr. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, so she like apologizes. And then he's like, yeah, I knew most of that stuff anyway. Or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I knew Paul was going to sell the business or yeah, whatever. I knew. I couldn't. He said, whatever happened on the lake was out of my control, which is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Does that mean something else? I don't know. I thought that was a really strange line to put in there. Because then as she's like walking away, he kind of like looks behind him and you can't tell if he's like about to smile or about to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put her in the lake. Yeah. So then she goes upstairs and finds Ted in the kitchen. This is when he made me real mad. (laughs) He apologizes for exploding and says, what I heard last night will probably haunt me for the rest of my life. And I think that meant that was the worst mistake of my Mm -hmm. life from Angie. So that was the thing that will haunt him. So, but she's like, oh yeah about Paul and he's like no she's like oh Angie cheating is what will haunt you and he's like no no (laughs) 20 questions baby keep guessing (laughs) is it a vegetable (laughs) so he's so annoyed with her still like he kind of apologized but clearly is still pissed yeah this is in my notes when I was like oh Angie cheated with Ted that Mm -hmm. has to be what has happened yeah 
So what does he say to her, Anne? <sighs> you, you may work with families, but you don't know how to be in one. Oh, so mean. That is like striking at the most vulnerable child inside. Like, yes. Oof, magoof. That I was like, damn. I mean, that- come on, you know that she went into social work because she wanted to help keep families together because she didn't have a family and is keenly aware of the fact that she doesn't have a family and that he would say that to her. I was like, stab him now, stab him now. Dick. I also have a note here. These fucking wall signs are driving me crazy because all around the house, it's like, stay linger like this house is built with love like all those there wasn't a live laugh love but like i mean i don't maybe it didn't say it was like stay a while or something stupid yeah yeah. all these. i hope there was one that said linger (laughs) linger loiter let it linger (laughs) they have to so uh christina is strolling down the hallway and looking at all the family photos and talking out loud of who's (laughs) in each one (laughs) so weird okay paul and uh, ted or whatever she's like naming everyone in the pictures and then she sees oh this one caught her eye paul and angie oh ted and angie Angie. back in like the high school days it looks like and then there's jacob and nicole right there so close behind her i mean great job building a house that has no creaks completely se- except right outside nicole's door apparently. that's true <laughs> um so she's like okay um cool i have to talk to you guys anyway <laughs> so thanks for scaring me yeah and they go into their room and she's like so it was ted right that angie cheated with and they're like and that's not all <laughs> or something doesn't she say something like they that they dated in high school yeah, and they're like, Angie was always asking about Ted when she, even when she started dating Paul, and she was like really wanting Paul to sell the cider mill so they could move to Chicago to be by Ted. Yeah. So now, if this is the case, none of this needed to happen because she already wanted to be with Ted. Yeah. So, is that true that she was like always into Ted? Because they do have, hmm. like, they show her, like, really watching them kiss. And then, yeah, you know, that sad. is a good question. It I, made just me wanted so to, confused. Yeah, you're right. He just, I don't know. I, that's weird. That's yeah. weird. Huh. So, interesting. We see a, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. No. Well, we, and this is when we learn that Nicole and Jacob specifically came for the weekend to make sure that angie didn't start any shit with christina they like came to protect christina and they certainly swooped in with welcoming open arms (laughs) i mean my god if you want to protect someone you might want to make sure she wants to be in the same room with you Start with your fucking self jesus but during the scene they're like totally normal and reasonable people it's so weird yeah that, like, that whole thing just comes down and they're like, actually, we're lovely people. We're like totally normal and really cool. <laughs> so Christina decides to go to the tavern because they're going to open the tavern today and they're going to have the party there. So mm-hmm. she's like, well, great. I'll just go stroll down there and do some pre-party blah, blah. And she goes in, sits down at the bar and she says, oh, the, the bartender's like, kitchen's not open. Uh, and she's like, well, I'm looking for a liquid lunch. And he hands her a beer. And she's like, great, thanks. He didn't ask her what she wanted. No, what? <laughs> I hated it so much. How presumptuous of you, sir. <laughs> Not even like, these are the beers we have on tap. He just this, opens a bottle of beer. It's one of my biggest pet peeves about movies and TV shows. And I know they can't say like brands or whatever, unless they're, you know, Pain yeah, you need to be in there, but like two beers, please. Do you know how many fucking beers are at even a very basic, like shitty dive bar? There's like six yeah. different kinds of beer. 
You need to be more specific. Say a lager. Can I have a lager? That's what I was going to say. Oh my God. (laughs) It's the tarot card. (laughs) Guys, we just found out we have the same tarot card deck. That is crazy. It is kind of crazy. All the decks in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bartender slips some info that, oh, Ted, yeah, I haven't seen much of him since his brother died. You know, he was in here the night before uh, the accident and he was pretty hammered. Yeah, he was going what? through some shit. Um, and he she's was like, here? He said he was driving from Chicago when it happened. So she immediately like gets up and is like, okay, bye. (laughs) She's barely had a sip of her beer. But before she leaves, this is when she says her big girl Friday line. Say, you wouldn't happen to know where Angie lives, would you? (laughs) She says it's so stupid. (laughs) But I don't know how you're even supposed to say that and not sound stupid because that's not how people talk anymore. I wish it was. Do you know me how much too. I would give for to be able to be like, hey, sweetie, why don't you pack me up a bottle of wine? Just like, I don't even need to say anything cutesy. Just mm-hmm. the same things I say. I want to get drunk tonight because I'm stuck in a despair, a pit. <laughs> or wait, a pit of <laughs> despair and sadness. Um, may I just tell you that there is a book series that I love called The Diviners by Libba Bray, and it takes place in the 1920s. And there is so much wonderful, like, slang from back then. My favorites are calling girls Shebas. Shebas! Yeah. Get a load of this Sheba over here. <laughs> and then just instead of saying, like, everything's cool, everything's Jake. Yeah. I love it. I love it! My favorite is, uh got a case of the morbs like oh, so that's good. the best you want to go out oh, i got a pretty serious case of the morbs <laughs> the morbs it's- sorry to hear that and give me a call when everything's jake <laughs> give me a little ringy ding ding <laughs> so she heads over she to angie's house and you know lurks around because that's what all people do in this movie. Yeah, she just starts walking around the back. Yeah. And it's the, clearly like a pipe has been cut open and the cords inside were snipped. The power so line. She didn't notice that that's no. why she didn't have power. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, so Angie opens the door. Christina's like, I know about you and Ted. And so they're having this chat, right? About. Mm-hmm how they dated in high school and it was a one-time thing that happened. She was on a business trip in Chicago and she stayed at Ted's place and she had too much to drink and just went from there. And it was just a devastating, horrible mess. And she felt so bad. Da da da. You know what you need? Some tea. I'm going to go get some tea. We hear a suspicious thud. Yeah. And then there's no response to Christina calling her name. So she grabs a fire poker, walks into the kitchen. Angie's laying on the floor. And then. Someone walks up behind her Mm -hmm. and she just turns around and whacks him in the head with a fire poker. I'm amazed he was not more seriously injured. I know. I thought the same thing because it It seemed like like it went into his head. Yeah. the stabby part. Yeah. Uh, he was He's still like, able to fucking run Christina, out. no! And takes off the mask and it's fucking Ted. Yep. So then he tries to tell her, Angie's dangerous. She came after me because I followed you here. But then he gets the fire poker away from her and just immediately turns on her and like throws her into a wall. Mm-hmm. And tells her his master plan, which was he's the one who's been in love with Angie this whole time. Yeah. You, Christina, were merely a pawn in my plan to get her to see how much she loves me after seeing me with another woman. Yeah. Again, why? Because it seems like they both wanted the same thing. Right. So just be together. I don't know. I don't know. So Ted, after he reveals his 
his whole plan says that now he's going to make it look like Christina did this because Angie didn't see who knocked her out and everyone will believe him because of Christina's past and because she's got a messed up head, which is just a mean thing to say. I mean, look at that tattoo. Jesus Christ. I know. Uh, so she very cleverly yells, Angie, run! While like looking down at where Angie is. And he's like, what? Thinking Angie got up, but she didn't. And mm-hmm. then she gets clocked over the head with the tea kettle. The good old tea kettle. Great weapon of choice. Good job. Yes. So she runs and then stops and turns around and then runs again and then mm-hmm. stops and turns around and keeps stopping and turning around. She You're losing the, valuable time yes, doing that. Yes. She does the like hiding behind a tree thing, mm-hmm. but he's literally standing like two feet from her. Like he can, he should have been able to see her. Why wouldn't she go around the other side of the tree? Instead of running out right in front of him. I don't yeah. know. He has yeah. an ax by the way, yeah. chasing her with an ax. And he's <laughs> like, I still love you. <laughs> I was like, how dare you even try that come on so the only place she can go now is the lake the frozen lake yep she's on there's like a weird series of connected docks docks yeah understand that they're standing on and then he kind of like keeps walking toward her so she has to go on the ice and then he's just trying to hit her with this axe and it keeps going into the ice and then it gets stuck and she maces him Mm -hmm, Because she always carries her mace with her. Yep. And then he screams her name. She stops still on the ice and turns around. And he's just like, looks right at her. You can't save everyone. Whoosh. Like on Ellen's game of games, he just falls through that ice. And then she says, I get that now. That was the end, you guys. Is Angie okay? How, are, how is this family going to deal with losing two sons in that lake? You have to move at this point. And are they like going to believe backyard? her? Oh. Are they going to believe her? Well, I mean, Angie knows that it wasn't Christina who attacked her. Does she? Because he said, I attacked her from behind. She didn't see who it was. Yeah, but she knew Angie or she knew Christina was in the other room. So the attack would have had to come from an angle she couldn't have gotten to. Yeah, I guess. But I was just like, that's not an okay way to end this movie. But damn, you're right. I do have more questions. I don't need the answers, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never stop asking. Ah, Yeah, this one was, like I said, I would have been more into it if the acting wasn't so horrific. It was really really bad at and it's like i just didn't really even like christina who's the main character that we're supposed to be rooting for which is kind of like you're kind of annoying and weird she was just kind of blah it was like she was almost trying to be funny or she was almost trying to be really kind and like none of those things really ended up but then would also go snoop in a room not with any particular purpose just going to snoop because that's what you do i guess I guess so. Can I please read you this? (laughs) I just clicked over to my web browser, which is still on Amazon. This is maybe my favorite uh, review of the movie. Five stars. Everybody had a secret. Good movies. Good movies? (laughs) Everybody had a secret. Good movies. It's all one sentence. What the fuck? I don't know. Is that the only review? No, there are so many. Let me what are see. Some, look up some good ones. Let's do a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> We're stealing it. Okay, this has I do truly want to nineteen ratings. Wow. Forty-five percent of them are five stars. So it's How from about, everybody who was in the movie. Yeah, I guess so. Uh Great movie. Was so not expecting the ending, though. Wow. How could you not have figured that out? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess I also wasn't expecting him to fall through the ice and not even try to get back out. But Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be like, I guess you can't save everybody, Christine. Like, that's yeah, that was so the dumbest dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Well, it was a stupid movie, guys. Uh, it was dumb, dumb, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it really was so bad. Secrets in the shit. <laughs> Not great. What's our? Do we have one more? What's the date? I don't even fucking know what day it is. Uh, there is one more. Yeah, one more week. So we have one more. I think the last one we should do is uh, the spirit of Christmas, which is very cheesy, but to a level that is, I think, fun to watch. Okay. All right. I'm down. And like a hubba hubba ding ding. <gasps> Oh, nice. To the the lead guy, yeah. Good. That's always exciting. That's always nice when there's a little bit of eye candy for us in there. Oh, and there is. Okay, great. Great. You might be the biggest hubba hubba ding ding on Lifetime. Oh, even more than Matthew Lawrence? Yes. Wow. Okay. Great. Great. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Sorry, Matthew. All right, cool. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, Take it easy. Don't murder your family. And um, just don't murder your family. And be nice to people if they're coming home to your family for the first time. Especially if you're worried about their safety. (laughs) Just be nice. Just be nice to people. And you know what? Let me just say this. Maybe just tell someone you love them or that you want to try being with them and maybe they'll say me too and then you won't have to have some weird fucking plot you don't have to like warp murder a bunch of people yeah maybe yeah. they get together well, yeah, all right really. cool well till next time friendos <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening guys bye bye <laughs>